Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for March 25th, 2020. It's the birthday of Reginald Kenneth Dwight, known by the pseudonym Elton John, born on this day in 1947 in Middlesex, England. After legally changing his name in 1972, he said, Reg is the unhappy part of my life. If my mother can call me Elton, then everyone else can. John was a musical prodigy and largely self-taught, a talent that earned him a scholarship at the Royal Academy of Music in London at the age of 11. However, at age 17, he opted to follow his passion for composition and left school to pursue a career in music. In the early 1960s, John formed a soul group called Bluesology and would eventually take a stage name from the names of two members of that ensemble, saxophonist Elton Dean and singer Long John Baldry, the latter being the subject of the song Someone Saved My Life Tonight. For a middle name, John chose Hercules, not after the Roman god, but from the horse on a long-running British sitcom called Steptoe and Son. John was a prolific composer and performer, releasing four albums between October of 1970 and November of 1971. The album Mad Men Across the Water stands out for including one of John's most enduring hits, Tiny Dancer. John's rise to stardom in the 1970s was fueled in part by his outlandish stage presence, which included colorful costumes while utilizing the piano at a time when much of rock and popular music was built around guitars. Between 1973 and 1976, Elton John recorded 15 hit singles as part of his longtime collaboration with lyricist Bernie Taupin. Among them, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me are in heavy rotation still. As the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame noted, it was impossible to look at the top 40 in any given week during that time and not see at least one Elton John track on the list. The same held true for entire albums, with John's records hitting number one an average of once every four weeks during the mid-1970s. John's relationship with his writing partner, Bernie Taupin, has lasted more than 50 years, and the elements of their successful collaboration are indeed curious. For one, the two never worked together in the same room, or the same country for that matter. Taupin, in fact, moved to California in the 1970s and never left. Taupin writes the lyrics, which have run the gamut from nonsensical to heartbreakingly poignant, and often both. John then arranges a composition around them and can reportedly execute this process in as little as 15 minutes. John's trademark instrument, the piano, often takes center stage in his performances. He's named most of his pianos after female singers, including instruments named for Aretha Franklin, Nina Simone, and Diana Krall. For a 2011 tour, he used a $1.3 million Yamaha that took four years to custom build and featured a series of LED screens that could display images and video footage that reacted to the rhythms of his playing. John dubbed it Blossom, after jazz singer Blossom Deary. 
A lifelong soccer fan, John became president and later chairman of the Watford Football Club in his hometown during the height of his success in the 1970s and again sporadically throughout the 1990s. In 2014, the club named a set of bleachers after him, and in 2016, John's then seven-year-old son, Zachary, was signed to the club's academy division for junior players. Perhaps one day, young Zachary will compete as his father watches from the Sir Elton John stand. I'm Omar Crook. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.